At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Yeah, man. So, you see, as I think about it now and again, what would really draw a lot of attention is if we race lift the characters, you know? Some of the characters that you would know as one way is so comfortable with other people. But even then, if we try to make a change in some cases, it'll really get them all excited, and then the movie will sell anyway. That's why they call it hate watching. You know what I mean? Yeah, we know it sucks, and they know it ain't gonna get any better, but the idea is they'll complain more and they'll still buy our products. It's ingenious. It's capitalism. Ooh, yeah, we gonna make a whole lot of money out of that. Yes, so let's keep serving that beast then. Yep, 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 they got you by the balls and you don't even know it. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on... J360 Radio! Hey there! Did you know Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices? And when you download the Kroger app, you'll enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. And don't forget fuel points to help you save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. Want to save even more? With a Boost membership, you'll get double fuel points and free delivery. So shop and save big at Kroger today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? The man with the power, the man with the hour is here. And not only that, wild man, Exponier, me, your leader, Supreme Chancellor. Actually, I'm J-Man. <laughs> of course. And this is episode 269 of the J-Man Show. Yep, yep, yep. Here we are again, folks. Oh, speaking of which, though, we will not be doing too much dissing. We're just going to throw some salt in the wound, if you will. Because, <laughs> man, y'all are really sour these days. Who would have thought, huh? It couldn't be anything that was really provoking. It has to be a little black girl cast on the live-action Little Mermaid movie. Then we have this argument like, uh, I don't know, in the middle of COVID or something like that, where y'all didn't like her then. But now that you've finally seen the clip from D23 Expo, I'm sorry, I was laughing on the way in. I was like, you know what? <laughs> oh, what won't you be mad about, people? I mean, it's so stupid. It's gotten to the point where there's one group out there that's called Christians Against Halle Bailey. And I'm like, how? <laughs> but then again, you know, you say how, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, it's like, bro, you know damn well. So it's like, yeah, at the end of it all, it's like, this is just amazing. Like, you know, because <laughs> these aren't Christians. These are not Christians. 
I like to think that, you know, people that are really about their religion, either God's not pulling them in like he used to, or it's just, you know, we're, we're going into other things above and beyond our pay grade here. You know, it's like, you're supposed to be pious. You're supposed to be open to the ideas of that, you know, the good Lord is coming back and then all of this pain and terror will be over. But instead of just waiting and being peaceful about it or looking forward to the rapture, no, you decide to go ahead and make things even more complicated and annoying than need be. Ah, I think it's just amazing because it's supposed to be holier than thou. But, you know, at one time, I mean, I could go into the politics of church and everything, but it's not that kind of episode. And, you know, we still got a few ways to go till Christmas. So <laughs> y'all can wait. But needless to say, though, I, I, I just find it amazing that you, you worry too much about the damnedest things, people. I mean, there's race lifting has always been a thing in media now, and the problem is it goes on and on and on. Now, there's some times where I agree, you know, a little change could be necessary. But then there are times where it's too much to the point where the IP is unrecognizable or say, like, if I wanted to go back and enjoy what this is based off of, I probably wouldn't get to experience it much because, you know, I, I got to figure, OK, where do I draw a line and connect the dots here? And then what people are trying to tell me out of the wazoo that if I don't get it, I'm any name in the book, any sort of insult you can think of uh, on top of that, you know, I'm racist. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how does one doesn't just automatically equal the other, you know, it could be that I'm not interested. It could be that I don't like the movie. It could be because I'm not trying to support the company that makes the movie. It could be a whole list of factors, but I don't think it has anything to do with race. If you're going to race on everything now, it's because pretty much we're conditioned to do that. You see one way or another, like when black lives matter was in full swing, you know, a lot of great things should have been made from that. There were things that were, but then there were empty promises. And then there were things where, hey, proposals were made, but I don't think that they did the fine checks and the fine tuning on said proposals. So, you know, it's still somehow floating around out there in the void. You get what I'm saying? The list goes on and on about the various things that, once again, we have bills to pay on this stuff and we have yet to make the payment. And keep in mind, I'm not talking about monetary value. You know, everybody can point out a problem, but I like to say the way people reacted to this, and allegedly these so-called Christians reacted to a woman under the sea singing that she wants to be part of our world, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Christians against. No, no, no. See, that's racist. See, that's Oath Keepers. See, that's people that are just not down with the brown, no matter what you do. Yeah, sure, you can borrow our music. Yeah, sure, you can borrow ideas. Yeah, sure, you can do all this. And keep in mind, I'm being nice when I say borrow. You just outright steal the crap. You go ahead and you can take rock and roll from us. Uh, sorry for you Elvis fans, but it's time you learn the truth, damn it. You can go ahead and do all that stuff, but at the same time, you cannot be accountable for when you're in the wrong, right? Come on now, look, at the end of the damn day, you're just as bad as those film buffs that get mad at certain people who get cast in these movies and then ask for them to recast somebody after principal photography is done. How stupid are you? <laughs> Don't you understand this stuff? Let's just talk about film economics for a little bit. Don't you know that a movie loses money every day it's in production? And by the time we even get to principal photography, everybody's set in stone and locked in. 
That's money being tossed around like that. Now, I don't know if you know this, but we're not in the business to lose money that quick. Sure, it's part of it to lose the money because resources and all. But at the end of the day, we're supposed to recoup this stuff back. And just because it's somebody you don't like or somebody you don't know about, or once again, I'm not down with brown sugar, because some of y'all ain't. Let's just say it. No matter how many marches we have, no matter how many times we point it out to you that coming together is the real goal here, there's always going to be the select few that just won't go. And you know what? At the end of the day, much like the ending of Old Yeller, that's the proper thing to go with that. But you got to understand, certain people don't like certain people regardless. How many times have I been on this show talking about, like, you know, bringing people together, but at the same time leaving me the hell out of it? Because at the same time, I know, like, when people come together, then there's an agenda behind it. Then there's a whole lot of things tossed into the soup where it's not even about the art anymore. It's about the underlying factor of who can control who. We control the way you think. Keep in mind, when I laugh at this, it's laughing to hide the tears because it's so damn sad. Where we are as a people, you ever think about that? The culture is kind of really, really ridiculous. It's like it's the same thing repeating itself. It's just nowadays it's behind more closed doors because people don't want to bring it out the light. You know that people have a problem with this stuff. Like when I looked at the clip and I saw it, I thought, hey, you know what? She's doing a great job. And then, even when I found out about her casting years prior, I was like, she could probably nail that role. But what do you all know? I mean, y'all got mad at Ben Affleck when he was Batman, and then you finally saw the film, and you're like, oh, oh, they're going to do right with this. Oh, we need him back. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't want to be Batman at that point. And then all of a sudden, you keep crying the same old blues and stuff like that. <laughs> ben! Good, good Ben! Please come back, Ben! We, we sorry, Ben! We sorry, Ben! See, once again, the internet has given everybody a voice, but that doesn't mean that everybody needs to talk. That doesn't mean that, once again, you know, just because you have the ability to doesn't mean that you have to go ahead and say anything. Because you might put your foot in your mouth, when at the same time, a foot should be in your ass. And quite a lot of people that work in mainstream media need a foot in their ass. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, I see some of this crap from comic book resources, or uh, what's that one, screencast, and then there's another one. There's several publications out here that, once again, need to be written off because of all the yellow journalism they throw around. One way or another, it's just above and beyond stupid. And then when you get right down to it, it's like, it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie based off of an old Disney property Back from, like, what, the 80s going into the 90s? Wasn't that, like, when I was coming up, The Little Mermaid was a big deal, but then it led into Aladdin, then it also led into Lion King, and there's several other movies, don't get me wrong, but you know what would really get my attention, though? Because I know that Disney will do this, and Disney, and its main brand, it's going to try to play it safe no matter what you do. Even if they go ahead and do things like race lifting and all that jazz, or, or, or bring Jasmine more to the forefront like they did in the live-action Lad movie, at least it wasn't annoying with well, her case, because she wanted to be heard. She wanted to be, you know, on equal footing and become the Sultan and all that stuff. That's fine. At least, like, in that movie. But as for, like, in the original animated feature, she wanted to marry for love, not by law. That was the whole point. But as I talk about this, I also think, you know what? She's going to do a great job. The movie's going to make its money. But at the same time, she doesn't need my help to do it. I'm not interested in seeing it. I made a joke a long time ago about the Pinocchio movie. You know, and now the Pinocchio movie's out. And the thing is, I'm not interested in seeing it. 
I'm sure Tom Hanks would do a great job with it. Uh-oh. Those ratings on Rotten Tomato. You guys know how I feel about Rotten Tomato, so we'll skip that one. You know how I feel about ratings anyway. Like, at the end of the day, a long time ago, and I said this way, way, way back in season one of the J-Man show. These things are based on our opinion. What we get out of it. It's in business because we give it that time to do these things. It's being promoted, yes, but it's being promoted through Disney's Expo. Disney is the company now. That's the company to beat, if anything, or at least get their attention. You understand what I'm saying? And they do some underhanded, awful tactics and all this stuff. And the thing about it is, they hope that they don't try to wipe out anything entirely. What they do is they try to throw, like, covering on it so you'll never see it. But you will see it because they're not good at hiding it. Song of the South is a good example of this. Or any of those scenes that, you know, was passable at one time, but nowadays not so enjoyable. Like, you know, the Crows from the Dumbo cartoon. And, you know, the Dumbo movie wasn't that good. It was not good at all. But it doesn't make me racist about, like, I didn't get to enjoy this movie. But we spent more time with whose family? Was it Colin Farrell's family? I think so. Spent more time with the family than the title character. So that's because they're the audience surrogate. At best, we, you know, how can we it, it deal with the features of a mute elephant? Yeah, right? Or even then, like, the same could be said for the Lion King movie when that came out. Everybody was like, you know, I remember, like, a lot of people didn't know whether they say was the movie good or not. Everybody was saying, like, it, it fits like it does, but if anything, it was more National Geographic. But, you, you know, it, it, it was, you know, whatever you want it to be. Nice word salad, damn it. I was asking if it was good or not. But even then, that's a trick question because the only one that could really know about that stuff is me. And it has to be generated interest for me to want to go see it. A long time ago, it used to be like that. A lot of us weren't going out. A lot of us weren't seeing certain things because guess what? You know, you might have seen this before. But the thing is, they'll use gimmicks, tricks and tactics and all sorts of explosions and crazy things to pull us in. That's how the Transformers movies are so successful. Outside of we know these characters. And even then, your favorite character might not get as much screen time depending on what's going on in that movie. But it roped us in with all the cool stuff. You know? But also, whereas it begets with this, it ropes in a lot of people with their strong opinions. Like the angry reviewers uh, back in the day. Like all the ones that come out of the woodwork to tell you why this movie isn't good and yada, yada, yada. And to get you to think a certain way. To go ahead and engineer and point it out to you. Like a long time ago, you know, I used to look at them. I used to see what they were saying. But, you know, there are things I enjoy that they don't enjoy. And that's totally fine. At least I got something out of it where they didn't. Like with Sonic making a new game, Sonic Frontiers, it might be damn good. If Sega does this right, take their time, let the development take its course, let the fine-tuning come into play, and let it be enjoyable, it might be pretty damn good. But instead, they're worried about somebody talking about them. Keep in mind, mainstream media and the people involved in mainstream media are more soft, cookie-cut, and sensitive than you and I ever will be. So well, that's why it's like at the end of the day, if somebody's talking about you, thanks for the engagement, a-hole. Now get out of my sight. Little things like that. Trolls ain't ready for me. And me on the other day, I'm looking at trolls. I'm like, hey, eat yourself. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm going to win. That's how that goes. 
And anybody that's hate watching, anti Disney, all this stuff, I mean, you still had an invitation to go, didn't you? You still saw the live stream when you saw it, right? It's not like you were my ass and you were actually working on something to the point where it's like, you know, you don't really pay attention to much. It's like at the end of the day when people try to throw their favorite celebrity in front of me and I give them a look like, oh, well, I don't give a damn about that. Because it's a very, very true fact. I don't give a damn about that. When you're working on your own material and you're building your own content, chances are you really don't give a damn about what everybody else is doing because you're working on it. Which is why, like, some people deep down the inside, we could kill Twitter by doing this. Not be on Twitter. Not go ahead and give it all of its attention and stuff like that. Use our hours in the day to go ahead and construct something palpable. Or at the same time, go ahead and give these people what they fear the most. Competition. You know, you don't think about competition when you're busy being competition. As much in the same way, you know. When you become a millionaire, the best way to stay a millionaire is to find a way to make more money as a millionaire. Not spending the damn stuff. <laughs> you watch. As soon as that stuff comes in my hand and everything, and me and the missus got a nice compound and all that stuff. <laughs> Woo! Black Bob Iger's coming. But needless to say, we do it for the right reasons. We don't do it the ego stroke and stuff. But like I said before, looking at this stuff with these movies and all these things, like you all sit here, you bellyache, you cry, you complain. I talk about Disney all the time because you know more or less Disney's the company to beat. Like, because Warner Brothers is eating itself right now. So as soon as it sorts itself out, I'll be on that too. Or as soon as like, you know, any of them other companies out there that are trying and certain other independent companies, you know, we should be working together. It should be a better distribution way because Hollywood is just more or less full of itself. And you see like the context of the work that comes out. It's questionable. Like, I mean, you take a look over at Paramount and um, Universal and you just see like, hey, they're doing what they can. I mean, they're bank one's banking on Sonic and the other one's banking on the fast franchise. I mean, more or less that stuff is going to keep them rolling for a while. Transformers will be coming back soon. I mean, yeah, it's like right there in front of you. But at the same time, you're seeing the pre-sold franchise. And I love this because film buffs will tell me all the time. Well, you see, Jay, they don't want to take any sort of risk on anything else that might not sell. But the pre-sold franchises, other words, playing it safe. Yeah, I know. I've been around when they started doing it. I've been around when they were doing remakes. I've been around when they were starting to do alternative takes. I've been around when, you know, Fright Night was remade. And, you know, I died a lot inside. And then not to mention, like, when, um... And yeah, yeah, Anton Yeltsin was in it. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, shut up. That's not what it's about. The point is, is that, you know what? It could have been a better vampire movie on its own. Like, there's a lot of ways you can go with this stuff. It's right in front of you. Like, when you look at things like The Little Mermaid and stuff, like, there are other filmmakers that are going on Netflix making versions of those same stories, but it's their version. And sometimes they're a lot better than the Disney moniker because at the same time, it's not a repeat for them. You see, these stories are in public domain. They belong to us. We can take those and use them any way we want to. Like, technically... Universal doesn't own Frankenstein. They own their version of Frankenstein. But if I ever wanted to make a Frankenstein movie, which I will do, I will definitely do it. It'll be my own spin and my own way of doing it. And at that point, you can say, well, Jay, isn't that the same as doing a remake? Kind of, yeah. But it's a passion project idea. And at the same time, it's like, you know what? At least then, 
you're showing why you're good about this stuff. But that's like years and years down the road. That's like, you know what? I probably would have it by a different name or whatever, but I would use it as a basis. You see what I'm saying? It's little things like that. But if I was doing page by page or whatever of Frankenstein, then yeah, that would be the remake argument. See what I'm saying? But once again, like I said, this stuff's in the public domain. You could do one of the Swan Princess if you really wanted to. You had to change the name. But at the same time, yeah, all that stuff out there made by Hans Christian Andersen, the Brothers Grimm and all that stuff, it's public domain. It belonged to us. And Disney has bankrolled off of that crap for a very long time. Which is why, like, when you hear about this movie, you also hear about, like, Snow White coming. With Gal Gadot in it as the evil queen. Um, People are not freaking out about that, are they? But you freak out about Halle Bailey for this. That girl ain't thinking about you. She ain't doing nothing to you. And she can sing. She's going to be fine. But she doesn't need my help on it. And there's lots of movies. I mean, where is this movie going? Is it going to theaters or is it going to Disney Plus? Because if it's going to Disney Plus, then once again, it's a streaming network movie. And you mad. See, it doesn't take much. Or like, when somebody speaks out against Phase 4, I'll point at myself, I hate it, Marvel Phase 4. I'm just being honest. But the thing about it is, I don't sit there with a coronary about it and say, Man, they ruined my life. Man, it's like the rash that would never go away. Man. You see? It get like that. Like, either way, if you're going to hate watch this stuff, you're wasting your own damn time. If you're going to go ahead and set up a group like this, yeah, you might get the attention, but after a while, this is like how you let air out of a balloon. You either pop it or you just, like, let it float around, sputter, 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 and then fall apart. And then you'll never see it again. That's pretty much a comment section. The exchange of ideas, but then you realize, like, people are just being mind-numbly stupid just because they can it's out there in front of you. But Jay, it's the public. They're the public. Well, the public's dumb. Public, public opinion is pretty damn stupid sometimes. Like, you know, you sit there. Like, this, this happens to anybody because it's called peer pressure. But the thing is, you could be manipulated into thinking things because, once again, thousand people agree with something thousand people want this change thousand people want this to happen thousand people see this to the idea but little did you realize a thousand people could be wrong a thousand people could add up to at least like ten thousand people and still be wrong but you'll be that one person that says hey look let's think this through let's look at this stuff let the art do the talking before anything because we have not seen this movie or anything or we have not heard this album or you know, list goes on and on. It could be a whole wide range on the art spectrum here. Let this damn stuff sell before we even say that it sucks or all this other kind of stuff. But hecklers do this because hecklers are not talented. Hecklers are only talented because at the same time, it's more like a tick on a host. You see what I'm saying? A tick on like any of your pets out there and stuff. That tick needs the, your pet's blood to survive. You get what I'm saying? That's why a heckler needs something to heckle in order to survive. The list goes on and on. There's going to be people for it that get laughed at. There's going to be people who aren't about it that get laughed at. And it's gotten so intermixed and intertwined 
you can't really tell anymore unless you just look at it and pay attention and just be like, you know what? If I want to see this, I'm going to go see it. It's the same thing whereas I was talking about with a friend of mine not too long ago. Where are all the new Arnold and Stallone's at? I mean, Idris Alba counts, but at the same time, it's like, where are all the real new action heroes at? Without the Marvel name on it. Without the Godzilla name on it. Without any of these brandings on it. Now, dig deep. It's there. I mean, they're out there. But what sort of thing did you invest in to watch it? And even then, is it as good as you remember because there's no other competition? Or at the same time, is it, you know, good because, you know, cognitive bias and you like it? I mean, yeah, you know, that's a part of it. But you got to think about it sometimes. Like, even as I go at people and even as I say what I need to say, and you know, that's it. It's not law. It's my code, not yours. You know? Like, my girl loves She-Hulk. I, on the other hand, I love She-Hulk in comics. See what I'm saying? Now, I don't know if that's derivative works, but then again, one begat the other, so I guess it is. But, you know, she loves comics too. And it's just like, that's the way it is. And it's not like I'm not going to see these things and all that jazz and give my support when she cosplays as them. Nah, she's got my support. But the funny part is, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's just people and they stuff sometimes, man. Always got to have a coordinator about something. I'm just like, eh, eh, whatever. But at the same time, it's, it's amazing that, you know, I got to defend this movie I have no intention of seeing just because somebody goes on a tangent, makes a whole group chat about it, or all this other stuff, and it's like you didn't even see the damn movie. You, you would think that Christians would, you, you know, <laughs> you would think that Christians would pick at Pinocchio, to be honest with you, because technically he's a possessed toy come to life, and uh, trying to attempt true life. I mean, that's not blasphemous. I don't know what is. <laughs> Among other things. But then again, they're trying to burn and ban books too. Which, once again, I don't agree with it. Like, if you let this stuff alone, chances are nobody would care. Nobody would give a damn about these things until somebody gets a hair up their behind, drags all the attention out here, while at the same time, not even having a good argument or a good case against it. So that's why at the end of the day, it's in the public consensus. But at the same time, it's not being rational right. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because, oh, I have a problem with this. Oh, I'm tired of this. Oh, this ain't right. Oh, so in other words, because one person did not care about this. At the same time, we're supposed to halt production and all. You know, I used to know somebody that was like that. Like, one time I did a documentary. They were in the documentary, mind you. And they tried to go on this whole tangent where, like, allegedly I exposed them in their personal lives. But you see, the thing is, it's like they signed a waiver and a contract that they would not get in the way of where this film is exhibited at. And they would have no problem with what was broadcasted on screen. And what was broadcasted on screen was not about personal lives. It was about the idea of unemployment. And this same damn person went on this tangent, more or less got people watching the film, by the way, and just backfired on her ass something awful because guess what? One of her family members saw her in the video and was like, oh, 
well, it's interesting to see actings in the family. And then all of a sudden, like everybody else started going at her instead of employing her about being on the documentary. And even then, she has no ways of going about it to try to stop my film or anything. And, you know, in doing so, she could have got sued. Because that's not the way it works. You see what I'm saying? But because of that, that person is never, ever, ever going to be near any of my projects again. And that's why at the end of the day, I'm very, very honest about like contracts and all that kind of stuff. Verbal contracts are interesting, but verbal contracts don't work out in court. If it really means something to you, you better put that crap on paper. So remember that. I don't, I don't do verbal contracts. I can plan, propose, and all that stuff, but I don't do verbal contracts. You get what I'm saying? That's why, like, at best, you, you know, if you're anybody that's trying to do so much stuff to me, and it doesn't matter if you're in music, photography, filmmaking, whatever, make sure you have contracts. But as I tell you, once again, this person went on this tangent without letting the art sell. Because it was a documentary about unemployment. But guess where it got broadcasted at? At the Delaware Department of Unemployment. I don't know if you know this, but that is a friggin' win. And that is at a state institution, and I know who the hell I'm marketing to. Especially when I do this show. You got more people out here all up in mainstream media, and they don't know who or what or any of what they're marketing to. But you want to try to clown me on stuff. You want to try to uh, take me out of different things. You want to try to hold other artists up. You want to go ahead and have a let everybody know you have a bad day. Well, if you need that much attention, then go on ahead with your stinking self. But as far as I'm concerned, the ones that know what they're doing and all, they're the ones that are going to win. And keep in mind when you see people do this stuff. It's not just right-wing people. There's left-wing people that do this stuff too. There's people out there in the industry that do this stuff too. Because I'm going to tell you, that's the way they are. Scarcity mindset, scared of everything. The number one thing that people are scared of is self-reliance. The second thing people are scared of is competition. And the third thing people are scared of is going out of business. And let me just tell you this, going out of business while scary at the same time, if you don't have any other ways of carrying your business, it's going to fold on its own. But if you switch up, change your style, and you always stand true to what you are and what your message is, while at the same time making those changes and at the same time improving, you will have longevity. But people nowadays don't understand what that means. See, that's work. Just like, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to race lifting characters, it can be kind of lazy. It could be crazy enough to work. But then there are times where you realize, why don't we just create original characters? Why don't we just take risk? I mean, hell, any of us that have picked up a camera or been in front of a camera or worked with audio or worked with any sort of technicalities here in the media arts, we've taken risk. We've taken risk in terms of filming people that don't want to be filmed. We have taken risk in filming at locations that we should not film at. We have taken risk in terms of money, going into business with people who, while good at money, don't know what the hell they're doing with their money, and at the same time, try to mess our stuff up. Try not to pay us for what is owed. Because at the same time, they don't think we're worth that value enough. I deal with that a lot when it comes to freelancing, clientele, and all that stuff. And I know a lot of you all out there do too. 
But one thing is because they know every damn thing and they won't let the art sell. Which is pathetic. Like when you look at stuff from the D Expo or you look at stuff from like, you know, the the any of these gaming sites or whatever, or you look at any of these live streams and these keynotes and all of these things that are out here, before we judge this stuff, why don't we just let the people sell? If they foul up or if it's something that we don't agree with, we wait for the Q&A. Then we can go ahead at that stuff. Then we can go ahead and speak to it. But because it has to be out there at that a lot of time, though, people mess that review section up. And it's so dumb. Like, when you go on anybody's YouTube channel and they do this stuff, it's not like they created the damn thing. Most of the people are reviewing. So at the end of the day, you, you know, not only are we getting an invitation to, I don't know, a quarter of the performance that was there, but at the same time, we're seeing it from somebody else's lens instead of our lens. Which can either help or hurt the message. You know? And a lot of times I say this stuff because uh, a lot of people think I hate the She-Hulk show. A lot of people think I hate the Marvels. I, I don't hate the Marvels. Once again, I haven't even seen the trailer for the Marvels yet. But I do not like how Brie Larson comes out here and alienates a demographic. I do not like how people come out here and try to keep everything around race, gender, and all this kind of stuff. Because that really, really talks about the person's personality. Or like when you're dealing with um, horoscopes and people are sitting there saying, Well, you see, I, uh, uh, I got Leo in my way today. And I'm like, I don't give a damn what Mr. DiCaprio is doing to you. Sorry, sorry. A little reach there. So let me get this straight. Because you're a real jerk in the morning, I got to watch out at night because you're a real bitch then. I don't give a damn about your horoscope. Be a better person. Be approachable. Things like that. Like when somebody tells me, hey, Jay, I'm about to have a, a keynote meeting about diversity hires. Have a good time. No, no, I, I would like to know your opinion about diversity hires. You don't need to know my damn opinion. Matter of fact, you can go ahead and sit there and wait for me. I'll give you my opinion between now and never. Because you know why? Because at the end of the day, I am not needing to prove myself about how I feel about that crap. If you are a real J360 Productions fan, or if you're like a J-Man fan or whatever, or you enjoy all my exploits throughout all of the stuff around here, you already know how I feel about it. And the truth being told is this. If you're anybody out here, if you want to work with me in J360 Productions, here's the thing. Number one, you're going to be dealing with me. Good, bad, or whatever, you're going to be dealing with me. Okay? Two, we're going to have a hell of a good time. Not every day is going to be sunshine, but not every day is going to be rainy either. Three, if you're worth your salt and can actually do the job I hired you to do without question and without hesitation and without at the same time giving me a whole lot of crap over nothing, then it's going to be a very meaningful partnership. But those kind of people are hard because, once again, everybody has an opinion. Don't let the art sell. Got to go ahead on gender first more so than, guess what, skill first. And then not to mention, like, there's always an agenda and an ulterior motive here that'll run and ruin any sort of growth, which keeps things stunted, which makes me not trust you, which at the same time tells me that you need to go, and I don't have a problem disciplining anybody, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, or religion, or anything. Because you know why? I put a lot of time in, 
A lot of jobs lost. A lot of jobs I never got hired for. And a lot of things to sacrifice to build this company at this point. And I'll be damned if any of you losers out there are going to mess this up for me. Whether you could be my girlfriend's friends or not, whether you could be like Marco's friends, whether you could be like anybody else's friends, whether you could be like Alan's friends, and let me tell you this, I scared the living hell out of them jerks. But at the same time, it's because, you know what, this means more to me than a lot of all that other crap. Because I'm trying to make products here. Build jobs. How about this? You impress me by showing me what you can do, and then we'll work together on this. But if you're just coming in because you think that, oh, you know, we're going to open up the passages for you because of your certain skin tone and all, you're full of it. It's not what it's about. Should be more than that. And if I was you, I'd be very offended at mainstream America, mostly, but mainstream media all over the place for publicizing and pushing those kind of things to you. I'd be like this. How about we make the job market better? How about we make things a little bit more open and accessible for people? How about we make housing a lot easier? How about we make, like, you know, faith and trust in things a little bit better? Normalize that for a change. It could be a lot better than me worrying about, hey, who am I going to offend? And whether somebody cares about me at the end of the day or whether the fans really enjoy my presence. Whether you don't or not, I'm going to be here. Just like when I'm in jams. And guess what? Like, technically, I don't have um, a lot of people in the chat room at the time when I start jams. Yeah, but by midpoint, there's going to be more than enough people there. And then by tomorrow, there's going to be an even bigger wave. Because that's just the way it works sometimes. And I go hard for the ones that actually enjoy the content. Whatever happened to that? But then again... Because I had to reassess things. I let the art do the talking. And I ain't worry about no damn expos and what the hell you think and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm too damn busy. And then at the end of the day, I'm too damn tired. Do not try to have a conversation with me when I'm tired. Simple as that. But hey, as we have discussed these things, it's time for me to close the TED Talk. So, actually, you know what? Screw that. When they're ready to talk, I'm ready to talk. It's time for me to close the J Talk. See what I'm saying? and that's another episode in the can but i want you all to take care of yourselves we will be back tomorrow with another jam man episode i don't think we'll nosedive into this one too much you know this subject matter unless it really really becomes a problem again but like once again you need to really rethink where you're coming from and where your approach is just letting you know that but anyway this is jam man signing off peace